Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. What's going on, Fear fans? We have a full panel tonight. We are here to review the latest episode of Fear the Walking Dead, Season 5, Episode 10, 210 words per minute. Dwight has an altercation on the road and proves that he really has changed. Morgan and Grace's relationship is continuing to blossom, or so we thought. We've got some special segments coming up at the end of the episode, so stay tuned. Don't move a muscle. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz <laughs> What's going on, Walking Dead fans? What's up, guys? Well, look at my beautiful panel has returned. We're here. I mean, Ben, I saw you last night. We're reunited. <laughs> These two ladies, ladies, we missed you guys. We're we back. missed you all. Oh, I love you guys. Okay, so we've got Krista Falenji here next to me. Hi, guys. I've got April Wissenhand over there. Hey, y'all. And Benny Adams. What's up, guys? My returning brother. Thank you so much for all <laughs> for being here. Um, first off, uh, how are you guys? Good. We're good. Yeah. Ready yeah. to talk fear. I know, guys. We've got a lot to talk about. We're going to talk about Dwight tonight. We're going to talk about Morgan and Grace, which I'm very excited about. We've also got our special segments, everybody. We've got uh, our uh, favorite kill segment of the episode, plus our How Not to Survive a Zombie Apocalypse, which we pick out a moment in the episode where we're like, why would you do that? Um... Oh, first off, overall thoughts on the episode. I thought it was great. It was a good, uh, you know, energy boost after the week prior, let's say. <laughs> um, but I liked that normally I don't like when they just focus on a couple of characters, but it actually moved the forward, uh, moved the forward story is what I almost said. <laughs> moved the story forward in a good way uh, for the characters that it did show, so I appreciated that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this episode was way better than the previous episode, and I really like how the writers are really trying to get us emotionally attached mm-hmm. to these characters. and They're doing such a great mm-hmm. job, so so I liked it. Yeah, I liked learning more about Grace. And I like seeing her and Morgan's relationship blossom, shall we say? Agreed. Yeah. Yes. Agreed. I actually like this episode too. April, you're going to be very pleased to hear this. <gasps> I think that this episode was a turning point for me for Morgan's character. I really enjoyed his character this episode. And I think that I'm starting to actually like him. And that just goes back to what Benny, you were saying about the writers making us love these characters. Because if you can make me love Morgan, you're doing a really good job. (laughs) He gets on my nerves. But yes, I'm very excited to see where their relationship goes. I'm excited to talk about it with you guys. So, first off, um, and everybody in the chat who's um, watching, listening, um, interact with us on the chat. Give us a comment. We've got April there on the chat. Yeah. Uh, Maybe we'll shut you guys out. We don't know. Maybe. Keep you guys in suspense. (laughs) Exactly. Um, So, let's start off the episode. So, we get a call from Chuck, because as we saw last episode, people are starting to reach out to our our group after they Mm -hmm. saw the plane. Chuck is pretty much stuck in a mall. Um, he needs some help because he gotten, he's gotten bit. Um, and he's changing um, quite rapidly, but he at least wants them to get to him and then bury him under the stars, which I thought was really nice. And that'll tie back into the end of the episode, which I really would like to talk about. Um, so pretty much Dwight, Morgan, and Grace arrive at this mall, um, and they pretty much break themselves in. Now, here's my first question to you all. Is it weird that nobody else has found this place before them? 
So yes. Weird. I also, that's why I wish we got more out of him so we could have known, like, well, how'd you get here and were there others with you? Because yeah. it's just, like, untouched. Ter- I mean, besides all the walkers, but right. how long have they been in there since the, we don't know. The right. place was fully stacked with, yeah. like, everything you can think of. So like, it the was clinic just, was still locked? Right. Yeah. yeah. That would be the first place I would go to, but then maybe people aren't going there because all those walkers are there. So Yeah. yeah. And they think maybe other people are in there. Like, oh, who wouldn't go in there? So no one else is going in But it's also like a mall has so many exit doors, and it's just like you could go in, check it out, quick run out of dip. I don't know. That now, if there is a zombie apocalypse, I'm going to check out a mall. Uh, That's what I've decided. Well, it brought me back to that movie, that zombie movie. I think it's Dawn of the Dead. It is. It was was definitely a ploy on that movie. I did really enjoy it because of that whole Dawn of the Dead. Oh, scary, you guys. If you haven't seen the movie Dawn of the Dead, it's actually pretty good. It's called Pat Pfeiffer. Yeah. It's got a lot of people that I really like it. Uh, the guy from um, what's his, uh, Modern Family, uh, the guy who plays oh, the dad. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Ty Burrell, ah. thank you so much, our wonderful <laughs> engineer, Ryan. Um, yeah, so if you haven't checked it out, check it out. But we're here to talk about Fear the Walking Dead. But yeah, it definitely gave me those vibes, which yeah. I really enjoyed because it brings me back to, you know, just the start of the zombie apocalypse, mm-hmm. like you were saying, Krista. And, you know, where would you go? And clearly these people went to a mall, and it clearly didn't work out yeah. for them. Right. Um, <clears throat> but it always just makes me think, like, how did you guys all turn? Why are you guys in the mall? Who started it? Like, it always wants me to go, it makes me want to go mm-hmm, back right. and see how yeah. this happened. Yeah. And there weren't that many walkers, though. As like, there could have been, yes. And maybe, yeah. So maybe we're a little jaded at this point because we've seen them go into so many uh, situations where it's just like, how can you possibly make it out of this? Mm-hmm. In, in both shows, in The Walking Dead and Fear of the Walking Dead. So I'm kind of like, why did no one go there before? Yeah. I mean, it, clearly yeah. people were in there. It wasn't just him because they had the whole thing boarded up from the inside. Yeah. So maybe, yeah. you know, they could have been there and then we could have had like a jail situation yeah. where, you know, something broke out or whatever. But um, at first I was just like, why are you going there to help somebody who's already dying? Maybe that's mm-hmm. the savage in me, but I guess... <laughs> <laughs> He's already dead. April comes back with a vengeance, everybody. <laughs> I'm like, why are you going to help this man? But I guess because of what he said, it started to make sense as I listened. I'm like, yeah. of course, you know, he's sitting there saying, it's an urgent care, it's this, 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 but there also is the part of me that's like, what if it went wrong? Yeah. And maybe I'm just waiting, uh, kind of waiting for the yeah. other shoe to drop, like, wh- just waiting for the person to trick them yeah. in this whole situation. Sorry, not to get off on something random, but that's what I kept thinking with him, so I'm glad, obviously, it turned out yes. to be a situation yeah. where everything was fully stocked, and it is kind of a good place for them to be right now. Well, we know April's not going to go back and help somebody <laughs> who's already dying, but pretty much the the one of the, the, the motifs for the episode was we're being right, we're not being careful. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, I can understand why they went back. Benny and Krista, I want to know if you guys would have went back. I think I would have because in his distress call, he was like, I was listening to what you were saying about helping others. I'm in this fully stocked place. Mm -hmm. And if that's true, they have all of these new people now and not, they're like leaving them at random truck stops because they can't house them all in one place. So hearing that, I'd be like, it might be worth checking out. Let's get everyone in one spot together. Agreed. Totally. Not to save him, but for the things that (laughs) could come out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if he was just in a shack somewhere, I'd be like, I don't know if I've got the time. (laughs) But yeah, I get what you're... Yes. We're not going for him. We're going for the supply. Uh, And this is just a happy coincidence because we can also help you out and help you see the Mm -hmm. stars. A better person, yes, a better person, a.k.a. Morgan, would do it just because. Yes. Yes. All right, if I was in Morgan's group and I had made this pledge to help people, I would do it. Yeah. Um, I, I'm a strong believer in in karma, and I'll, I I would feel like if I didn't help this guy, 
something bad is gonna happen to me. Mm, so yeah. I would do it, and then plus I we would get stuff out of it. Yeah, yeah. as long Bonus. as I was with people, I wouldn't go by myself. As long as I was with people to fight off the walkers, and yeah. Here's my thing. I feel like they should have put more of an emphasis on that they went back for the supplies because mm-hmm. as nice as it is that you're going back to give somebody their dying wish, right? Um, we have already talked about how we're running low on gas, and even though you have these gas fields or these oil fields, mm-hmm. and you have a, this, I guess, plenty of supply of gas, it's still going to run out at some point. So mm-hmm. why waste it on just giving somebody, mm-hmm. like I said, their dying wish? So I wish they had made more of an emphasis on oh we're, we're going to this mall to get all these supplies and see what this guy has got but also to help him in the process yeah. like you said Krista because they really actually now that you say that they kind of didn't at all they made it seem like it was for, for him this. yeah like they get there and they're kind of like looking around like okay this could work it's a right. lot of mm-hmm. inferring mm-hmm. I mean we know like what they're there for and what they need to or I guess technically only what they need to be there for but like they don't actually say Okay, this could also be a good place for these yeah. however many people they have with them at this yeah. point. Yeah. So they find the office that he said that he was going to be in, and he's left an iPod for Grace, which he's already on my good side because I'm like, you're going to get me stocked up and supplies. I'm, right? I'm, I'm with you. <laughs> um, we start off the beginning of the episode with Grace, and she has really low blood sugar, going back to the fact that she might or may not have radiation poisoning, which is another theme throughout the episode. Um, and she winds up passing out, obviously, at a most inopportune time. They wake her up, and they decide that Dwight has to go back to the other group for help or mm-hmm. to grab everybody so that they could be once again reunited. And Dwight and Grace, I mean, sorry, Morgan and Grace are going to stay. Did you agree with that initial thought that Dwight should go and then two should stay? Keeping in mind that they have walkies and they could easily just be like, hey guys, this is where we are. Mm-hmm. Come. I don't know. I mean, I guess there's no perfect scenario because either way, somebody's going to be left alone. Mm -hmm. So, you know, one person's not going to be in a good situation. Obviously, they had to do it in the way that they did just because of the storyline of this episode. Um, But I also think that, you know, Morgan being there with Grace was going to be a lot more comforting than Dwight being there with her. Mm -hmm. But the only... I was just... And I'm just full savage tonight, y'all. I'm sorry, <laughs> but like the only thing is, I'm like, she passed out. Like, yeah. not a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because other people, a lot worse has happened to them, and they're yeah, like, Lucy got a, a damn spear her. through her arm, <laughs> and, and they were like, like keep fighting. Fighting. <laughs> and she's like, oh, I passed out. And, it's what? because yeah. Morgan is in love. Yeah. He's in yeah, love. Pretty mm-hmm. much. In, or he's on his way. But. Right. Yeah. And if I was in that situation, I would just have all three of us mm-hmm. go. Yeah. Because if it's pointless for two to go and leave one behind. Right. That one person is not going to be able to do anything. Yeah. We saw what happened to the other guy who left, you know? So just have everyone go. Yeah. Get everyone to come back. And you have more people in the mall to help this clear guy. Out the, yeah. yeah. And yeah. to clear out the... But they did have... Time was a factor in Chuck's storyline. Yeah. So I can see why yeah, they didn't do that. True. But at the same time, nobody's found this place before you guys have gotten there. I think mm-hmm. if you're going to be gone for a couple of hours, mm-hmm. I don't think anybody's going to find it yeah. right. in the interim. And that's what Grace was saying, too. She was like... I, also, I love that she was like, I'm staying. I don't feel good, so I'm going to lay right here in this new bed. Like, she yeah. didn't even leave it as an option. It wasn't like, oh, no, guys, don't go with me. She was like, that would be great. I'm yeah. going to chill here. <laughs> See y'all later. Yeah. But Grace has always been like that. She's always yeah. like, you can go if you want to, but I'm staying. I'm doing whatever I want. Also, which I like yeah. about her. She's fended for herself for however long, and mm-hmm. she was doing it just fine. So she's probably like, okay, boys. Like, yeah. yeah. Settle yeah. down now. Yeah. And then in the, in the on the other side, I mean, Dwight and Morgan have pretty much crossed the entire country on foot. Yeah, they're all good. <laughs> and they're fine. They can all handle it. A solo mission is not their worst 
Yeah. Not at all. Worst case scenario, no. What I did like was that Dwight questioned Morgan outside of the mall. And, you know, Dwight pretty much brings up his past, which I always love when they do that. um, Because why have a crossover character if you're not going to reference where they cross over from? Mm -hmm. And he says, you know, I've taken things from what other people needed before. um, And he was always on the wrong side of things. And he was with people who were on the wrong side of things. And he asks... Morgan, why didn't they just leave the gas for Logan, or at least leave some gas for Logan? Because mm-hmm. now they have to go, they have to spend their lives looking over their shoulders, yeah. and at the same time, if Logan does catch up to them, what's going to happen? And I think it was a fair question, because White knows that Morgan isn't like this cold-blooded killer. Like, if mm-hmm. they have an altercation or a confrontation, what are you going to do, Morgan? Mm-hmm. You're not going to kill them because that's not your style. Yeah. And then Morgan, I thought, gave a BS answer, and oh, he said, totally oh, BS. we're just going to redirect them. What did you guys think of that moment? I thought it was so dumb. I was like, uh, only because how Dwight worded it, it made the most sense mm-hmm. of did. anything. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you're doing this because you say, you took the gas because we're helping all of these people. Mm-hmm. And you say, or we say, that all of these people need it more than he did, than Logan did in his group. But that's not what they think. So ultimately, mm-hmm. you're totally screwing someone else over in order to help these people that you think need it more. Right. So it's like, the minds aren't always going to meet in that place. Mm-hmm. So people are going to be pissed. They're not just going to be like, oh, they took all, they took our gas and everything we have to survive off of, let's just yeah. give it up. So at some point it does come to a head. And Morgan being like, we'll redirect. I have faith in people. I'm like, how are you going to redirect? Oh, so what? have you met like, Logan? And that's not going to work with him. No. He's not going to redirect. Yeah. <laughs> like, and how would you, re- like, what yeah. would you say? I'm so sorry. I, there's maybe, I don't know, yeah, there's this fun mall. You want to check that out? Yeah. Like, I there's don't, a merry go <laughs> They have a clinic. <laughs> I don't know. I guess maybe that is what you'd say. We have this to offer yeah. instead. Sorry about your feet. Well, I don't even know. even if he did give him some gas, I don't think that would be the end of it. I think he mm-hmm. wants all of it. Yeah. And so that's the problem. Maybe yeah. at first, if they had negotiated, he would have been like a little more to like keep a few of your little truck stops. But right, now he's yeah. like taking everything. And then they right. screwed him over by kicking him off the truck, yeah. making him walk on yeah. foot. Yeah. So now he's even he's more got a pissed vengeance. off. Yeah. Exactly. So. <laughs> no, that's a good point, Krista. I feel like if they had negotiated at that point, because he came to them. Remember, he was like, they "I need have your even help." Known. Yeah, exactly. And also, he they kind of helped him out because his people. He didn't want his people to know where the gas field the he keeps saying gas fields I know it's an oil field I know it is I know that there's no such thing as a gas field he got it Um, he didn't want his people to know where they were either so if they were to help him then they could have negotiated like we'll give you half or even a Mm -hmm. quarter of the gas to survive what you're doing because what you're doing is selfish what we're doing is trying to help people so let's negotiate here or even say hey if we give you half of the gas give us half the ammo something like that right do something yeah don't just just take it because that's like and that's why i like that dwight was the one to come to him mm -hmm. with it because he came from the other side he was logan and now he's like Mm -hmm. i have that perspective still and i understand what he's thinking and it's not good and i didn't like how morgan brushed him off i mean i thought it was he especially especially Morgan because Morgan knows where Dwight has come from. Mm-hmm. Like you were on the other side of it. You've seen this guy in action. You've seen everything. Yeah. So to brush him off, I thought was mad. And I'm not mad that I'm not mad that they took all the the, the gas mostly. I'm mostly mad at the just the response from Morgan yeah. and being like, we're just redirect. That's it's just not realistic. This no. that's the thing. You can't expect 
um, everyone to adopt the theory of, okay, we're not going to fight, we're not going to kill anybody, yeah. because it's just not actually protecting your group. Right. And bringing, there's a lot more of them now to exactly. protect, plus kids. Right. Yeah. So bringing all of these people on and then kind of doing a thing that you know is going to screw somebody and anger them for the long period of time, it just doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. I think aspect. Morgan is getting a little too comfortable in the leadership role, mm-hmm. and he's yeah. starting, starting to make rules or yeah you starting to make rules that can come off as a little dangerous yeah. to the other group yeah rick was there yeah i mean we've seen people we've seen leaders make decisions before that puts mm-hmm. that we think is going to put the group in danger i think you're right i think this is going down that road yeah april anybody in the chat yes ace in chat says morgan wasn't thinking straight at the time he was in puppy love nice excuse but I don't know Um, (laughs) Earline Hall said he also said that the place he was staying had everything he needed it had everything they needed okay including clinic talking about uh, the other guy I mean it's true I don't I think Morgan is thinking though I just think that he's on like the positivity positivity train yeah which is great but like it just doesn't make sense Uh, PKMN DJK that's all. Nice. Morgan should listen to Dwight. He has more experience with group like groups like Logan's or the Saviors. Yeah. yeah. I mean, That's what I think. That's smart. Uh, Morgan has a pretty good amount of experience, though, when we're thinking of, of stuff like this. But Dwight definitely has the kind of group evil group mentality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. We want we love hearing your guys' thoughts. Keep keep them up, guys. Yes. Um, I want to get into the Dwight storyline to kind of knock that out before we get into the Grace and Morgan uh, storyline. So, Dwight pretty much gives out his location on purpose over the walkie because they have a plan. They're going to, you know, reroute the, the bad guys and have them follow Dwight while, you know, everybody else kind of gets their way to the, the, tr- the mall. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, and he stops to pee. And, of course, someone comes up behind him with a gun, mm-hmm. takes him hostage, uh, and then ties him up. Now, we never know this guy's name. Yeah. Um, I don't know if anybody IMDb'd it. Uh, if you did, let us know. Um, but, yeah, so he's, like, this mysterious character. He's just, a, he's just like, a random character that The Walking De- or Fear of the Walking Dead uses to kind of show us this difference in Dwight. Now, before we get there, Dwight has this, I guess ultimatum uh, of ultimatum of telling this guy where his group is mm-hmm. or he's going to burn the letters from Sherry. Now, mm-hmm. I didn't think that he was actually they were actually going to go this route. I was like cuz Dwight's sitting there going, "I don't care what you do to me." And I'm like, right. "He's right. He's got to burn on his face yeah. and iron. Like he's been through a lot." Yeah. I didn't think that they were going to take the burning of the letters route, and I thought it was pretty clever. What do you guys think? Well, either did Dwight because he forgot that they made these tapes and people are watching them, yeah. Yeah. you know? So when that came out, he was like, "Oh, I wasn't expecting that." Yeah. <laughs> You know, oh, not my letters. <laughs> Do what you must to me. Yeah, which I get it. It's super sentimental for him, and his whole journey's been based on finding his girl. But I was just like, you know, you got to cover all your bases. That you're carrying the letters on you. That's a risk. It's just, yeah. yeah. And dude was so confident. Before yeah, that. he was like, I got this in the bag. I've yeah. tricked them. Like they have no idea what's Rip coming. Rip off my fingernails. Right, exactly. <laughs> and then they pull out the letters, and he's like, Oh crap! Now what? You know? And that those letters are that's the only thing he has left of her right now. Yeah. Because say like she she does die. He has nothing left but those letters. Yeah. yeah. But the the guy also makes a very. 
ominous threat, if you will. He says, you know, maybe I'll find her. I know. Granted, Dwight has been looking for his own wife for all <laughs> right. over years. Well, he, you think you can find her. Right, like, yeah. right. But at the same time, I'm sure that struck a chord with him and saying, you know, that's that's not a good yeah. thing. Yeah, right. Even mm-hmm. without the letters, him just saying that probably would have been enough for Dwight to be like, oh, okay. Right, yeah. right. Which brings me to my next point of, you know, Dwight has really changed because, like you said, that statement alone would have made me go off on somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so for Dwight not to get to that point, especially after what this guy has said, mm-hmm. proves that he really has changed. So a walker distracts the guy. Dwight, like a very smart character, because mm-hmm. we've seen it before where nobody like does anything right. at an opportune moment, mm-hmm. takes advantage of the opportunity and like takes over the guy and then I guess leaves him in the truck to do some thinking, right? Because they kept the <laughs> characters, like time out. Yeah, yeah, the characters kept leaving and shutting the 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 trailer door, yeah. and then they would that would be the end of that storyline until we came back to it. I would have loved to have seen what they were doing. Yeah, outside. Maybe right. it was Dwight being like, "Should I just kill him?" No, that's what I mean. Yeah. Like maybe he was just thinking of like, "What do I do with this guy?" Yeah. But I would have loved to have seen that process. Me you know too. What I mean? Yeah, I feel like for Dwight, he definitely has to do a little thinking on that. Uh, when it comes to something like that in that situation because he also has to unanger himself yeah. yes. how mm-hmm. he felt before. Mm-hmm. But I didn't think that it was going to end up how it did, right. but I'm happy that it did. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and it's a good... It actually really does feel good to see this side of Dwight because, like we've talked about so many times before, he was not very loved yep. on The Walking mm-hmm. Dead, even toward the end when he was trying, you know, trying to be redeemed or mm-hmm. trying to redeem himself. But somehow, in the very few short episodes that he's been on Fear the Walking Dead, he's been able to do that somehow. Yeah, it's easier for me to forget. I think personally, what he did on now that you've taken him out of the context of <laughs> The Walking <laughs> Dead, because yeah. yeah, even on The Walking Dead, even at the end, I was like, he still gives me a bad taste. Right. Like That's in my a fair mouth. point. But, but like now, I'm like, uh huh. Sweet little boy. <laughs> I actually yeah. felt bad for him towards the end of The Walking Dead. Did you? Yeah, I felt really bad. Was I wasn't like conflicted. in love with the guy, but I felt kind of bad for him. I was like, oh, this Aww. poor guy. Anybody who Daryl does Daryl wrong is wrong. <laughs> so, did you guys think that Dwight was actually going to kill this man? No, no, no. The Sherry thing worried me, but. He didn't, so no, yeah. I yeah, yeah, I was and, worried. And then we get a little bit more backstory from Dwight when he tells the guy why his why he carries around an unloaded gun, mm-hmm. and he says, you know, he didn't, he pretty much doesn't trust himself because, like we said throughout the entire episode, and like he's planned out to Morgan, he's been on the other side of things, mm-hmm. and he knows that he he is one of those people that can just snap, like we all said we would. Right. And the reason why he doesn't have a loaded gun is because that's what he's afraid of is he's afraid of doing something and then regretting it, mm-hmm. and. You know, he says someone gave him a second chance, meaning Rick, right. um, and he's going to do the same thing for this guy, and he lets him go. Do you guys agree with that decision? No. Why? Because it's something's going to happen. Something bad's going to happen. And it, it, oh, that's all. It, that's how it always is. When you have the opportunity to do something right and not have this person in your path, mm-hmm. then you do it. And since he let him go, it's. He's gonna something's gonna happen. I don't know what's gonna happen, but we're, this isn't the last time we're gonna see him. No, definitely not the last time we're we're gonna see him. But it, I don't know if it's gonna be a good re- thing or because it could be either be like he remembers that he let him go and then like does something in their favor later, or True. it could be the opposite and he comes back with a vengeance. Mm-hmm. So it's like I just don't know which one it's gonna be. But that's the risk that that he's taking. Yeah. yeah. And my question to you guys is, do you think that it's worth the risk? Uh, no. 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 This is the thing, y'all have heard me say probably one too many times that. Every time, the, almost every time, yeah. <laughs> not every time, 
But just about 90% of the time that something like this happens, meaning like they let somebody go or they somebody gets away because somebody, you know, does something stupid, it always turns out bad. Yeah. Yeah. It always turns out with a main character dying or like the group just being blown up or something like that. So it's a big, big, big risk. But for some reason, I feel like in this particular scenario, it could turn out for the positive. Really Mm -hmm. just because of the guy's face at the end. He kind of had the, you know, we can say, oh, it's just a face. It's just a look. But he had the look of appreciation, I guess. And, of course, he's alive, so obviously he's going to. But, I mean, we have to look at it in the sense of, all of them at one point were a part of, you know, some big killing group. All of them killed people for no reason at some point, And they all turned around mm-hmm. because someone helped them out of that situation or talked them out of it. So maybe Dwight could be that person for yeah. this guy. Yeah. I, I can see crossed. it going both ways. <laughs> like, the, the thing I'm looking at is you have kids involved now, and your group is that much bigger, so you have to think about that group as well. You just can't think about the small group you had before. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And so that's what I'm thinking. Well, here's another level to it on the Dwight front. Do you think, because we already see Alicia going down this Morgan route of, you know, peace and positivity where, you know, she doesn't want to take a life and she really can't kill walkers anymore because it's taking a mental state, on, a mental toll on her. Mm-hmm. Do you think that they're going to do the same thing with Dwight? Where no. he doesn't want to kill anybody. I mean, <laughs> I don't want no. them to. Yeah, got too many of them already. No, we need one person on the show to still have some, you know, grit to him. Which I, think, I mean, that might be Strand, but I mean... That's true, but at the same time, we haven't have, seen him much. I mean, is it just me, or do I feel like they're ruining these characters by, by making them soft? This is the thing. Like, at some point, somebody's gonna come after them. Whether yeah. it be Logan, whether it be somebody else. And it's like, maybe they don't have to be as psychotic as they were, mm-hmm. like, just killing everybody all the time and whatever. Like, have some sort of code a la Dexter, I yeah. guess. Yeah. But, like, you can't... Once you get soft is when you start getting killed and when your yeah. people Which, start to die. Yep. And, like, that's what they used to say all the time. Like, we can't yeah. be soft. We can't be soft. Okay, maybe they don't need to be hard as a rock, but, like, you know, we're not churning butter also over here. But like. be smart, though, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. why I think this Logan thing is going to be what makes them have to address this. Yeah. It's definitely... It's going to come and... It's going to be bad, and they're going to be like, oh, well, we're going to have to kill. Or, yeah. And like I, I said, there's, yeah. there's too many people. There's too many people in the group. You yeah. know, yeah. you're going to have to get rid of some of the people. Yeah. yeah. So, we're gonna have, gonna have some a, people are going to die for yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to have a group of kids that don't know how to fight. Well, no, the kids do know how to fight. I mean, barely. barely. <laughs> and they're <laughs> hidden too, right? They're yeah. Like, yeah. Well, so they think, uh, but of, I'm I mean, sure that's going to end badly too. Yeah. I mean, they're pretty much just in a caravan moving from place to place to place. This is a good comment in chat. Curtis Seven says the Clark survived for so long because they were strong and ruthless. They sometimes went too far, but that strength is what kept them alive. Mm. Word. I guess it's just finding that balance, but that's the hard part is Mm -hmm. finding that balance. But I always maintain the fact that you have to stay on the side of ruthless before you stay on the side of soft because soft can get you killed. And ruthless, while you might feel bad about it, at least you're safe. 
You'll be al- alive the next day to exactly. think we would and regret. We really well <laughs> yeah. in the zombie apocalypse. We yes. really well. I This has trained us. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Thank you, Walking Dead. So, so we think. Pretty much. Before we move on to the Morgan and Grace topic, I'm going to shoot it over to Benny for a few words. Yeah. So we just want to let you guys know how grateful we are to for having you make us the ESPN TV talk. And before, and in order for us to grow even more. We need your help, so if you're on YouTube right now, go ahead, give us a thumbs up. If you're on iTunes, go ahead and give us a five-star. Working at AfterBuzz means so much to us, and we just want to continue to learn and grow and continue to give you guys amazing content. So go ahead, leave us a a comment, and let us know how we're doing. Yeah, you guys, yeah. the chat is on fire tonight. Oh, I mean, yeah, I'm going to show you really over to April for shout-outs in just a second. But we love interacting with you guys. We love that you guys are interacting with us. Uh, I'm going to shoot it over to April. Give us some shout-outs. Yeah, I mean, we got so so much good stuff. We got Fatal Shore, Don Juan, um, PKMN, DJK. you got to wow. tell me more about that one. <laughs> um, lots of great comments. Earline Hall says, Strand is slick, but definitely not gritty with all the smooth tops. Oh, <laughs> yeah, he is very I mean, smooth, but, but he's he still ruthless. he has recently done some ruthless... I mean, actually, no. Strand was the OG ruthless one back in the day, <laughs> other than Daniel. Yeah. He was the one that didn't care about anybody. Nope, except for himself. Exactly. So, And that's why Daniel didn't like him. But we that's for another episode, you guys. <laughs> they have they have put that to bed. Yeah. Now they're friends. I guess. Yeah. Speaking of Daniel, can yeah. we address that all he wanted was a Cinnabon? Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was my favorite line. He's like, darn it. <laughs> it's like, yeah. you know when you're just going somewhere and you really want something and you're looking forward to it and you have a feeling it's going to be there, so you're yeah. Yeah. Like you're so stoked well, for it, yeah. and then you get there, and it's not there. Well, A, what kind of mall doesn't have a cinema? Right. right. Or a Sin City, or whatever else. Yeah. yeah. Like, nothing, do they have anything? Nothing. Yeah. Probably an Annie Ann's Pretzels, at least. I would have sure taken that. But then again, yeah. like, the place has been closed down forever. Like, it's not going to be any good, is it? I mean, if you know, maybe he worked at one back in the day, maybe, so yeah, he, like, knows that. Make it? Yeah, <laughs> dates are just suggestions. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Everything's like a Twinkie, you guys. So let's get to the Morgan and Grace storyline because this is, like I said, where I really started to mm. enjoy the character of Morgan after yeah. all of these years. So essentially they need to get to the generator mm-hmm. because they want to use the machines and the health in the in the urgent care for Grace. Now before we even get to that storyline, they also want to find Chuck, and he's got a red jacket on, and that's their ultimate <laughs> reason for being there. Right. So, they get this this idea to divert to divert the, the, the walkers in a specific direction with a, a, tr- a little remote control car mm-hmm. and a piece of metal making uh, noise on the ground, which I thought was pretty clever. And Grace sees the red jacket and she goes after it without telling Morgan, which right. I still don't understand. Just bringing me back to, I she guess, got, like real excited. Yeah, yeah, I guess she just is one of those characters that's like, I'm gonna do it by myself because I've been by myself this entire time. Yeah, it also brings me back to the fact that maybe she didn't want to put Morgan in danger, so she's gonna do it by herself. But I'm like, girl. The- but she said that it was for herself, so I thought by her saying that it was meaning that. Not that she was trying to commit suicide, but kind of. She yeah. does so at she the same time. She takes some risks that it seems like maybe she just doesn't care. Yeah, <laughs> right? well, because I think she knows that eventually she is going to die, so that fear factor mm-hmm. is gone yeah. from yeah. her. So she just takes things and she'll go because she's like, fears yeah. out the window. Yeah. You yeah. know, I might already be dead. She directly went into that speech, though, right after that, of saying 
you know, this is no way to live. I wake up every day, you know, scared that this is going to be the last day or scared that I'm going to start to feel sick. So I, that's what I really thought she actually meant when she yeah. was like, I did it for him, but I also did it for me. Yeah. Ish. I, I don't know. I mean, the plan obviously doesn't work. Yeah. What, because, <laughs> she's alive. <laughs> but, well, she's, yeah, she's alive. But I mean, them quietly following the walkers didn't work. So mm-hmm. then the walkers turn on them. Obviously, they had to hole up in a health food store, which I thought was called, I guess, a GNC. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> um, GNC pay us for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so this is where their relationship starts to form a little bit deeper. Mm-hmm. And we get the backstory from Grace about, you know, her and horses. And, you know, when she was little, a horse jerked away from her. And ever since then, she's been afraid. afraid. Of love. Afraid to love, afraid to live, afraid to do anything because she overthinks everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she asks Morgan about, you know, his son and about his family. And that obviously strikes a nerve. Right. And he pretty much tells her, you know, what my problem... And he, she wants to fix his problem just as much as he's trying to help her fix hers. Mm-hmm. And he says, you know, briefly, my problem's not going to get fixed in a day. Right. And... I don't know if that was fair. I thought that that was a very closed-off statement, maybe because he doesn't want to let her in at this point. What did you guys think? Well, I just thought that it was... That's the moment that kind of took me back to the Morgan that I love mm-hmm. so much. Just mm-hmm. hearing him, yeah. the way he talks about his son, um, I, I feel like it was a good change of pace for his character and a good way for the writers to reference some of the old stuff without kind of going too far. Yeah. Because I feel like he said everything that he was kind of going to be able to in that moment without having, you know, a long, drawn-out conversation. But I feel like he said enough for his character. You know, he's always been somewhat of a closed-off character. But for me, I was completely, totally satisfied with the situation because I was like, this gives us more time for them to develop stuff later. We're not just, you know, yeah. like, giving them the whole shebang right yeah. away. And it's still a wound that that hurts when he talks about it. So I can under- understand why he he isn't full-front frontal about it. Yeah. 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 I also, it's like, this is the zombie apocalypse. Everybody's lost somebody. So, I think she knows that obviously she can't fix that for you, but like, I think it's just like opening up those wounds to talk about is a start. So, I was hoping he'd give a little, and it looks at the end he might. Yeah. He's open to it. Yeah. So. I mean, yeah, I'm. I, yeah, I guess he's open to it. So yeah. they find the generator after this intense standoff in the dark. Right. That was pretty much brought on by Morgan, which <laughs> was a little confusing to me. I was like, why can't you just do it with the lights on? But okay. He didn't want them to see him, but yeah, it didn't really make sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Very Morgan-esque. I guess, I guess they really didn't turn into like you know raccoons or coyotes. They don't have night vision now. Yeah. So I guess. <laughs> I guess that makes sense, but can't they smell him and hear him? I well, mean, they I can, but like a flashlight is much more obvious. Yeah, than the, okay. The light just being off and whatever. Fair, fair. April will go to fight me to the death for Morgan. Okay, <laughs> I <guess>. fair. <laughs> um, and then at the generator, we find out again more about Grace and how you know she had somebody at the plant, but she never mm-hmm. let it happen. And in my mind, she was really just afraid to live. Yeah, and I feel like now she regrets it. Do you guys agree? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. And now it's happening when she knows that she's gonna die. Yeah. And so I think she wants to live her life yeah. to her fullest, but you know it's kind of hard because she's living in a walker-infested world. So yeah, this is mm. the thing. Uh, you know, obviously we don't have confirmation that she has radiation poison poisoning or cancer mm-hmm. or whatever, but. Uh, you know, not to, I guess you're probably not supposed to say this about a female or anybody in general, but they're clearly like already trying to make her look rough. Like, yeah. the, just with the dark underneath the eyes mm-hmm. and things like that. So they're already trying to make her look ill. Um, but there's the part of me, 
you know, this whole time I've been like, oh, Morgan, why did you do this at the very end? But then I think this about her, too. It's mm-hmm. almost like not it's not unfair because she is just trying to live her life and she's mm-hmm. trying to correct the mistakes that she made before. So seeing her actually have these feelings made me, you know, like her character even more than I already did. But I'm like, if you really think you're going to die, how do you just like pull somebody into this also? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I mean, it's better too than to not, but I kind of get the situation, I guess. Yeah. So they get to the urgent care. They are diverted or interrupted by the group of walkers because the alarm goes off at the urgent care. They have this really close call on the escalator, Ooh. which I thought was pretty cool because mm-hmm. once again it brought me back to the the the, yeah. the Dawn of the Dead movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I enjoyed that. Grace reverses it, so they get out of that um, unscathed. Brilliant. brilliant. I thought that mm-hmm. was brilliant because they can't yeah. turn it off, which I thought was really ironic because the power was off just like ten minutes ago. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> now you can't, can't turn, turn off the escalator. Yeah. Um, and then so they get back to the security office, and now because the power is on, they see Chuck on one of the security. Cameras and he's on the roof. Mm-hmm. So now they got to get to Chuck and he's alive. Mm-hmm. So once they get to Chuck, you know, I loved this moment because a he's alive, which was really yeah. nice. And he yeah. tells them, you know, he wanted to get to the to the roof because he wanted to see the stars. And Adorable. as cheesy as it was, it's it, it just puts in perspective like when you're dying, the little tiny things that you take for granted. Right. And yeah. I feel like this is what made Grace realize what she's been doing her entire life is just mm-hmm. running from life essentially mm-hmm. and now that she's dying like you said Benny now she wants to embrace it mm-hmm. right. do you think it's too little too late or do you think hey at least she found it now I hope not because that's what I was I guess trying to say is that like when Morgan leaves we mm-hmm. see him leave at the end and he's so upset and he's crying and she's crying I, I keep thinking, like, oh, is it because he knows that she's going to be this way and why get into something if you know that this person is going to die? Yeah. Actually, no. I'll eat my own words right there. Anybody could die at any moment in yeah. this scenario. So it doesn't seem like it would be no. too little too late. Like, Morgan also, could go before she does at this point. Anyone exactly. yeah. guess. Uh, and you never know. Like, you don't have confirmation and you just opened this mall with a huge clinic in it. Yeah. Like, right. Antibiotics. We'll get, get you, you some drugs. Yeah. yeah. And like you said, it's not 100% sure yet that she's going to die. Mm-hmm. So she 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 has no idea because she didn't even get herself checked out. So right. you might as well just live your life to the fullest. Which brings me to my next point. Were you guys surprised that she ultimately changed her mind and didn't actually want to know? No, because I think with her doing that, I think if she did know, it would just always be in the back of her head. Like, I have this. This is how I'm going to feel for the rest of my life. Whereas she has no idea what's wrong with her, if anything Mm -hmm. is wrong with her. So she's just going to live her life. Yeah, She could have just caught caught a cold. Yeah, was she going to be able to narrow that down in the clinic, too? Is she going to do some blood work real quick? I'd love to see if she has cancer. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, are you a clinic? Are you, do you have a medical degree? Do you even know what you'd be looking at at that point? I think I she know. might be a bioengineer, and I mean. So maybe that helps? Because if I went in there and I just looked at <laughs> her, I'd be like, I'd have you. no clue. But I guess she's <laughs> smarter than your average Joe. So. I mean, I see, like, ultrasounds of babies, and I'm like, I don't Where even know what that is. <laughs> yeah. But I, I guess. You do an ultrasound, and, like, it's because she was thinking of her lymph nodes. If you see a big lump, and it's like, yeah. chances are it's probably cancer. Okay. Yeah, so she'd whatever. be like, yeah, I'm probably dying of this. Yeah. Okay. I was like, good for you. I just would be like, what? Yeah. yeah. Well, instead of actually getting checked out, her and Morgan decide the, to ride the merry-go-round together, which is Adorable. another moment that I love. And if you guys realize the symbolism she talked about in the health food store that she was afraid to ride a horse, and now she's riding a horse. And his, oh. Morgan, 
Okay. But in his too, because he said no one made me smile like the car and my son, and, yeah. that, and then he was smiling on the car. He was for no Adorable. I know it was such Adorable. a great. I mean, the writers did a really good job at budding this relationship. Yeah. But yeah. I do feel like it's just we see in the end. Morgan driving away after he changes his mind like we see him smiling and Daniel calls him out on it and then outside he pretty much catches himself and he tells Grace you know I I need to go with Al mm-hmm. I think it was once again just a BS excuse he was giving a lot of these in this episode mm-hmm. where she needs backup and we all know Al does not need backup right. do you guys think that it's because he doesn't want to get involved with somebody who's dying or do you think it's because he's afraid to love in general I think it's a combination. He's afraid to love and to lose. He's Mm. lost so much. But he also is, like, getting close to all of these people, which he didn't want to do anymore. So Mm -hmm. what's just one more step, you know? Right. In my opinion. Exactly right. And everyone in chat keeps saying how, you know, Morgan can only let people go a little bit at a time. Mm -hmm. Um, So it is kind of both. It's definitely that he... I think that he is mainly just afraid to lose again. So therefore, yeah. obviously, it's not even necessarily about her having cancer or radiation or whatever. It's just the possibility that she could very easily die at any time, as yeah. any of them could. Because basically, a whole half of his storyline on the show was, I gotta run away from people that I care about because I can't not kill for them and whatever. So I think he's afraid to let that happen. Right. You know, the closest people I think that he's lost in his life are his his wife and his son. And I can see her becoming someone that close to him and I don't think he wants to relive that again. Yeah. Hence why he wants to... Which fair. Right. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, that's completely fair. Yeah. Overall, I thought it was a great episode. Like I said, for me, liking Morgan at the end of this, I mean, I'm excited to see where his relationship goes with Grace. I'm excited to see this new change in Dwight. I mean, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of things that I'm looking forward to. Do you guys have any last thoughts on the episode before we get into our special segments? This is a good episode. Yeah. Yeah? Awesome. Let's get into our first special segment, our favorite kill of the episode segment, you guys. There is our wonderful soundbite. Thank you, Ryan. Um, So, guys, tell me, what was your favorite kill of the episode? Mine was uh, the beginning when Dwight was going to the mall and he mm-hmm. gets the axe and he's oh, just yeah. like pushing it <laughs> yeah. or pulling it and then yeah. that was good. That I was knew you were gonna say that one. <laughs> yeah, but whatever. Uh, I'm gonna say uh, one of the walkers on the escalator thing. Oh, that was a good one. Yeah, that, that was good too. That was pretty cool. Yeah. So then I guess just to keep it different. Um, not that this would be my favorite, but like the most symbolic would be them finding and burying our guy under the stars. Yeah, yeah. that was mine. Sorry. <laughs> so, so we didn't, see, we didn't like technically see the kill, no. but we see yeah. the burial. Yes. Right. Yeah, and I completely agree with yeah. you. The mercy killing and the fact that you know just because you're going out of your way to to kill somebody mm-hmm. doesn't mean it's lost. Yeah, in translation, I mean it. It, it definitely has some some weight to it. Right. And um, I love that they did that. I mean, mm-hmm. I feel bad for Chuck. I mean, I wanted to get R. to know R. the guy. I know. R.I.P. R. R. Chuck. Chuck. Uh, let us know who your favorite kill of the uh, episode was, you guys. Let's move on to our next special segment, our How Not to Survive a Zombie Apocalypse Aww. segment. There it is. <laughs> um, do you guys have any moments that you that stand out at you? I do. Go ahead. So Dimple. they're talking about. <laughs> <I'm ready. laughs> She's got like this. I thought about this when it happened. Uh, they're all talking about this, the oil fields, and there's could be this whole fight over gas. And then you have sweet little Grace putting gas into the car, and it's just overflowing out of the car. Like she's using mm. too much. I was like, "You idiot! Why Waste. are you wasting this? <laughs> yeah. Waster. That was it. Waster. Waster. I really thought that. I was like, "Oh, I can't wait to say this." Okay. Mine, yeah, mine's Dwight. Like, what if it wasn't just one guy that came up on you after you publicly announced your? What if like a whole gang of them did? Yeah. Then you never would have got back to Morgan. No one would have known there. I just, you know, they could have been waiting in the trees. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Could have been a whole group. 
Mine is just going down by yourself in the mall with like a single shotgun. Yeah. Not even a shotgun, just a pistol. Yeah, a pistol and thinking you're going to be like, oh... I'm okay. Yeah, I got this. Yeah. yeah, I guess mine would have to be when they're holed up in the uh, the um, health food store, and they're clearly there's a lot of walkers on the other side, and there's just a glass door. At least use these shelves to block the door, right. or bar the door with something. I don't know. Find something then instead just of just waiting there. there for them to. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, those are ours. Let us know yours, guys. We are running short on time, so I do want to get into some news and gossip. Benny, do we have any? Yeah. Um, so real quick, uh, Norman Reedus, he uh, shared this rare picture of him of his bundle of joy yeah and I think this is is really cool because he doesn't really share his private life that much so it was really cool that he was able to share that to his mini fans little Daryl Love. <laughs> um, yeah, we love Norman Reedus. I mean, he's not on Fear of the Walking Dead, but he is part of the Walking Dead universe, yeah. and we love him regardless. Um, so that is our news and gossip for this episode. Um, we don't have time to get into predictions right now, you guys, but we will give some later on. We've oh, kind of yeah. teased them throughout the episode. Yeah. yeah. But let us know where our fans can find you guys. Hey, guys, you can find me all over social media at Krista Flungy. And y'all can find me everywhere at April with some hand. What's up, guys? You can find me all on all social media at Benny J. Adams. And I'm Timothy Michael. You can find me everywhere at I am Timothy Mike. We will be back next episode, episode 11. Same time, same day. See you guys next week. Woo! Bye. Later. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.